Rutherford Issues on News Radio WGNS. Right now, that time, 10:33. You're listening to WGNS, your good neighbor station, since 1947. And this morning, we are now talking about Read to Succeed and the upcoming Celebrity Spelling Bee, which is on November 3rd. And our guest today, we have Executive Director Jolene Radonati. And uh, you know, who knows if I'm ever saying your last name correctly? <laughs> it, it's a tough one. But not as tough as Lauren's last name. <laughs> now, Lauren, uh, pronounce your last name for me. It's Margajack. And, and tell us a little bit about, I guess, what you do at Read to Succeed and, and uh, some of the different things you're seeing, I guess. So my job at Read to Succeed, I'm the media and events coordinator. I'm the media and events coordinator, and I do all different types of things. So I manage our website, post to social media, just to get out in the community what we are currently doing at Reek to Succeed. And our goal is always to get the books in the hands, hearts, and minds of our children. So my job is to make sure that everybody sees the good work that's out there so that they can continue to keep supporting us. And Jolene, I, I know you've been at the helm of Read to Succeed for quite some time now, and I'm curious, what kind of changes have you seen over the years? And, and I'm sure you saw a lot of changes once COVID hit. Well, you know, when you were on the board, when you hired me, I had dark hair and now I'm gray. <laughs> so um, yes, COVID did add more changes. We see a deficit in literacy. Um, not only we've had a deficit for adults, but we are seeing it now more so for our youth. You know, with everybody being at home more throughout the entire COVID pandemic, I, I bet a lot of things were realized within families that maybe they didn't realize to the extent of maybe the father couldn't read like you thought he could or the mom was having trouble reading. I mean, I just bet a lot of things came to light. You know, Scott, Folks don't realize one out of six adults across the United States are at or below a reading, writing, and math third grade level. One out of six. That makes it really tough when it comes to stuff like figuring out and understanding medical information as you get older or understanding a home loan even. Yes, it affects, it affects the cost of health care. It affects our, you know, it, it affects everything. And how are you to, you know, obtain a job, you know, get loans, you know, take care of your children and help them with school if you're struggling. So what we like to focus on at Read to Succeed is the whole child, but it's the whole family. So we tutor adults age 18 and up, uh, adult basic education, one-on-one -on -one to help them get their high school diploma or whatever their, high, whatever their literacy goals are. We also do adult English as second language or English language learner. We're trying to be all inclusive of how we ver verbalize that. Um, so folks um, that are wanting to learn how to read, write, and speak English, we do citizenship classes. We're working on that with the uh, DAR. We have conversation hours. Uh, we, we provide all of this for free. And then with the littles, we are reading uh, monthly at Mid-Cumberland Head Start and We Care Daycare. We are putting those books in their hands. We're doing literacy activities with them monthly. We do family literacy nights at elementary schools. 
and a new component, which is one of my favorites, we have culturally relevant book clubs at high schools and middle schools because it's a book desert there, Scott. They don't get reading in the school's day. They don't get that, you know, where everybody loves the Dr. Seuss day. You know, they have that, you know, required reading and they fall out of love with reading. So when they have culturally relevant books where they can see themselves in these books and, and they, they find themselves falling in love with reading again and they feel safe and they can have these discussions. They feel part of the community. So we like to say that we help folks from ages three to 99 with literacy, and we do it all for free. And it is amazing to learn, and and most people out there listening have no idea, it's amazing to learn all the different folks here in our community who are business leaders who take time out of their day, out of their week, to sit down and teach somebody how to read you know scott we're a small staff of five we're we're you know we're the fab five we're small but mighty but we couldn't do it without our community partners and our volunteers that is something that folks do not realize our community we thrive on volunteers all the nonprofits do so we are appreciative of the folks that go through the trainings that um we, we provide and they give of their time and they fall in love and they make friendships through these folks and they become family and they see they see the difference they're making in their lives they're changing somebody's trajectory not not only through that child that child that falls in love with reading and it it makes that strong foundation but with that adult who goes on and gets that job or you know i had talked here before um um, with Bill Wilson's program, um, Zhao's Restaurant. He went through our program, got his high school diploma. He owns his own restaurant. What a, what a you know, true story, American story. And, and you know, he, he's living it. He changed his trajectory, you know, by... And there are so many stories like that. I, mm-hmm. I remember this was a number of years back. In fact, this was, I think, when Ronnie Shaw w- was at the helm of Read to Succeed. And, there was a man in Murphy's Bro who I think he was in his 70s, probably late 70s, and he came to read to succeed and said, you know, I want to learn how to read because I've now got grandkids and I want to be able to read to them. And he had worked his entire life in the construction industry, was very successful, but didn't know the fundamentals of reading and couldn't sit down with his grandchildren and read to them. But read to succeed changed that. He even spoke before one of the celebrity spelling bees talking about how he learned how to read and it, it literally it changed his life at 70 something yes we we find that all all the time and and like i said one out of six and and it it is daunting and it, it's not easy it's not going to happen overnight it and it takes it takes hard work and it's bravery but they are they've already put the hard work work in because they have been you know going through life either through someone else to to you know navigate their life and and listening to somebody else help them go through life or they've just tried to figure it out the best they can but you know cell phones are making it harder for folks 
Hmm. Because, you know, you have to read directions on how to do certain things, you know. Um, so on um, social media and, and those kind of things, don't always tell you, it's saying, tap here, go here. Well, if you can't read, you can't do a lot of those things. So it's making it harder for our um, folks that cannot read. So um, we had a gentleman the other day that came in, and he, his purpose was he cannot understand his medical bills. So he needs help with literacy, and he did get his diploma. When you say one out of six people are not reading above that third grade level, it's hard to imagine those kind of numbers. I mean, you go to a gas station, walk in, look around, there's 10 people in there. Well, just knowing one out of six of those 10 people that you see can't read or can't read the most basic of things is hard to imagine. Our last spelling bee that was in person, a lady came up to me. One of her family members was a speller, and she said, I cannot read, and this has, this has empowered me to contact you, and I want to learn how to read. And you have a celebrity spelling bee coming up just around the corner, November 3rd. Yes, next Thursday. We're so excited. We can't wait in person, Scott, after two years. So the last in-person one was what, 2019? 2019, yes. And we're in a different venue this year. We're really excited about that. So at the Celebrity Spelling Bee, you've got, of course, celebrity spellers, and you can see all those names Mm -hmm. and everything on our website or on the Read to Succeed website. But the funds that are raised at that annual event, it it goes to help, I I guess, fund things like educational books for those who are volunteering to teach others how to read. And I I mean, there's just so much that comes out of that annual spelling bee. Tell us some of the things that it does help. Yes, it's our only fundraiser because we like to spend the time throughout the year, Scott. We like to spend the time throughout the year on programming, not doing funding. So, um, so those help us purchase books for our learners Um, and an average book for a learner is $35 so if a learner goes through um, like in challenger series there's there could be five or six levels on a basic you know if they're if they start off basic they they can go through five levels and one book is $35 so you know it gets expensive really quick depending on how many on our esl ell side the average cost of a book is 35 dollars, and we have 440 esl learners right now so again the cost of the you know and um now we're also seeing an influx of um changing in the cost of these books um we used to get a pretty good discount but our publishers are changing um, the type of discounts they're allowing as well so um, the cost of everything is changing for us as well so we're doing the best we can we're finding the best deals but all this helps us so it donations help us cover cost of books uh, for learners they cover cost of books for our adlet book clubs or our program called um Imagination Station for our Mid-Cumberland Head Start Early Literacy Programs. And, and, you know, education is the key to everything. And I think when people hear stuff like that, education is the key to everything, they instantly assume, well, education is in the form of, you know, getting a college degree or something like that, but it's not. Education being the key to everything is 
Well, it starts at that very, very low level of learning, you know, the most basics, learning how to read. I, but education really is the key to everything and, and living a better life, as crazy as that sounds. It truly is. If, if you know, um, folks that are incarcerated, folks that are homeless, if you ask them their literacy level, their education level, you will learn that 50% are at or below. 50%. Mm-hmm. And when you hear numbers like that and you, you look at our prison system, the local jail, I, I think things can make more sense to those on the outside and understanding, well, a lot of these people, they never, maybe some of them didn't grow up with, with you know both parents around or any parents around. They didn't have that most basic thing of, mom or dad reading a book to them at night when they were a kid and so much starts at that young age i agree and and you know everybody says oh well you know the these programs of books being sent to at homes that's great i love that idea however if that parent can't read that book to that child that book is a doorstop or propping up a table or what have you so we need to um Make sure that these these kiddos are exposed to books. Make sure that there are home libraries. But we also need to help those families and those parents understand the importance of literacy and that those parents can read and help those children find that importance of literacy. We had a student tell me that their parents aren't readers and that their parents wouldn't buy books for them so that they appreciated our program because they they live through the books that we give them that those books are their escape so to me that's that's what we do and why we do what we do again jolene is with us from read to succeed and how can people get involved in the annual spelling bee which again is just around the corner how can they get involved in that and and come to it support it and play a role within read to succeed well lauren and i are just excited about the event she has been working hard um baptism by fire because she started with us in august and um so uh they can go on our website www.readtosucceed.org there is a um a section that says celebrity b they could click on that if they look and see one of their friends could be one of the celebrity spellers they can donate toward their celebrity speller if they would like to do that Um, there's also a section where they can actually click and buy tickets to attend that night Uh, we are at the beautiful copper ridge event venue Um, the wonderful lynn's david and sherry lynn are graciously donating their venue to us that night to help us support um, our program and promote literacy Um, so and this Just, is a new venue this year, so where where is that? It's called Copper Ridge? Yes, it's Copper Ridge Event Venue, and it's at 3597 Betty Ford Road, and um, just off of Compton Road over there, closer to Las Casas. Yeah, beautiful area. It is. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. So, um, And they can go online to our website. They can order their tickets off of our website, um, and they can also... Uh, vote uh, or promote and um, support one of the spellers or just donate for toward literacy and I tell you what Scott if you wake up in the morning and you just actually think about wow I could grab my phone or I could grab a book and do my devotional or whatever I do the first thing in the morning what if you couldn't do that and there are programs like ours out there and we do it for free so 
it's scary to think about how much of your life involves reading mm -hmm. on a daily basis from the most simple of sending a text to a friend or receiving a text to, to finding directions on how to get somewhere or understanding a medical problem or buying a house. I mean, really, if you, if you can't read past a certain level, you're, you're stuck until you actually get help to get to that next level. You're, you're, you're preaching to the choir. <laughs> Again, if anybody would like to learn more, simply Google Read to Succeed or, or visit readtosucceed.org. There you can learn more information and also how you can be a part of the upcoming Spelling Bee, which again is November 3rd. So tickets, now's the time to buy those tickets, I, I would assume. Yes, we're going to have a wonderful meal. And you know what else, Scott? The one book, one community read is going to be... Um, it's going to be previewed for next year at the B. So that all right around the corner again, November 3rd. And again, what day is November 3rd fall on? It's, it's a Thursday. Yes. So next Thursday is mm -hmm. when this is all going to take place. And once more, go ahead and order tickets ahead of time. Right now is the time to do that. And then be at the Celebrity Spelling Bee. Well, thank you for joining us this morning. As we close this morning, is there anything you can think of that we left off? We will also have a live auction, so that's something to be really excited about and be looking forward. We have some great items. We're going to be posting them on social media within this next week. Also, all of our links are on all social media platforms, as well as we took videos of each of the spellers so you can better get to know who they are and why you should support them and us in Read to Succeed. I saw that. You can see a little bio of each speller by just clicking on their picture on the Read to Succeed site and learning more about them. That was a cool idea. Yes. Uh, but again, Celebrity Spelling Bee coming up again November 3rd next week. And just go to Read to Succeed's website to learn how you can support it and be a part of it. Well, thank you both for joining us this morning. Thank you, Scott. And thank thanks, you. WGNS. Time right now, 1050. More news and information coming up. Rutherford Issues on News Radio WGNS. Where is the best barbecue in town? In 1920, East Main, the best barbecue for miles around. Is in 1920, East Main. You can buy it by the pound sandwich platter or plate. No matter what you choose, it will taste great. You can come with a friend by yourself or with a date. Just lick the pig barbecue. Barbecue pork, beef or chicken, Brunswick stew, great sides, lunch specials, down home atmosphere, and they cater. Slick pig barbecue, it's the best. Our people, that's the difference. Maples Realty and Auction. I'm Betsy Maples Taylor with Maples Realty and Auction Company in Murfreesboro. Here's a look at our upcoming auction. Live auction on two building sites in Las Casas. The first track 5.3 acres, the second 6.92. Both have soil site and are ready to build with water and electric at the road. See us Saturday, October 29th at 10 a.m. More information at maplesrealtyandauction.com. Maples Realty and Auction. Hello, this is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Often when a man or woman finish pre-planning their funerals with me, I hear, we should have done this 10 years ago. Or, I thought about doing this years ago, but just never got around to it. Seems that we often put off the inevitable for ourselves. As one wise pastor put it, it's never too late to do what's right. Why not mark down on your calendar to call me to talk about your funeral needs at 615-893-2422. It's never too late. It's time to announce today's death notices on WGNS Radio. 
Dorothy Dot Ruth Hall Jernigan Nash, age 88, passed away October the 22nd at her residence. She was a lifelong resident of Rutherford County and worked at Metal Carbide as a production worker and as a nurse tech with NHC Healthcare. She leaves behind several family members, including 24 grandchildren and 17 great-grandchildren. Visitation will be today, 9 a.m. until 12 at Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Graveside services will follow at Evergreen Cemetery, 1230, with Laney Ware officiating. And these are the arrangements for Dorothy Dot Ruth Hall Jernigan Nash. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, in charge of services. 87 years old, Evelyn Jones Hardison of Murfreesboro passed away on October the 22nd. Never one to complain, she courageously endured multiple surgeries last year and met her Savior face-to-face on Saturday night. She was born in Giles County and grew up in Donaldson and lived in Murfreesboro for the past 58 years. She leaves behind her husband of 59 years, Dr. Fenton Payne Hardison, and other family members. Evelyn was the woman behind her husband, helping establish their oral surgery practice by deeply investing in the people and community that she dearly loved. Immediately upon arriving in Murfreesboro, they joined First United Methodist Church and have been faithful members ever since. As a former teacher, she appreciated the importance of a strong education and served for many years on the Murfreesboro City School Board. Other areas of interest and joy included the Charity Circle of Rutherford County, MTSU's Blue Raider Fan Club, and the Rutherford County Medical Community. But to really know her meant you understood how much the University of Tennessee and their athletic program meant to her. Saving every penny, she and Payne bought football season tickets while he was in oral surgery training in Memphis. She went out on top as she watched from her hospital bed every snap of the latest UT victory over the Crimson Tide. And the family will say, please join us as we honor our beloved mother and grandmother in a celebration of life service on Friday, October the 28th at First United Methodist Church. Visitation is at 10 a.m., service at 11 a.m., and burial immediately following at Evergreen Cemetery. And these are the arrangements for Evelyn Jones Hardison. Woodfin Memorial Chapel in charge of services. Murfreesboro Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Probably one of the hardest times in their life they have to go through the death of a loved one. Keith Stapleton, manager of the Murfreesboro Funeral Home. It's our job to see them through that and give them the tools that they need to get through that process. Staff members are caring and experienced individuals. Visit MurfreesboroFuneralHome.com. Teresa Ann Marquise, age 68, of Las Casas, passed away on October the 22nd. She was born in Nashville, Tennessee, to the late Cecil Hopper and Reba Rice. She leaves behind a host of family members. 
Visitation with the family will be Saturday, October the 29th, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Woodfin Memorial Chapel in Murfreesboro, with funeral services beginning at 2. Burial will follow at Milton Cemetery. These are the arrangements for Teresa Ann Marquise, Woodfin Memorial Chapel, in charge of services. Ellen Evans Upchurch was born July the 14th, 1932, in Atlanta, Georgia, the second of four daughters. She passed away on October the 23rd after a full and rich life of service and ministry. Ellen grew up in Montgomery, Alabama, and graduated from Sydney Lanier High School. She leaves behind her husband, the Reverend John Upchurch, a daughter, Alice Carlton Jones, a son, Andrew David Upchurch, all of Smyrna. Ellen and John married June 19, 1952, after John graduated from Howard College, now Samford University in Birmingham, Alabama. They moved to New Orleans, where John attended New Orleans Baptist Theological Seminary and graduated in 1960. She and John served in churches in Alabama, Florida, Utah, and Colorado before retiring and moving to Tennessee. Arrangements are incomplete at this time. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home in charge of services for Ellen Evans Upchurch. And this will conclude this morning's death notices. I am Steve Thornton. There is no greater honor than to help you say goodbye to your loved one. For generations, it has been our privilege to serve you with dignity and respect. Let us help you plan a meaningful way to celebrate the life of your loved one. I'm Shannon Whitfin Parsons with Whitfin Funeral Chapels and Cremation Services, Murfreesboro and Smyrna, serving you and your family since 1893. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Monsi Bolaños. The MLB Network is reporting that David Stearns is stepping down as the Brewers president of baseball operations and moving on to an advisory role. GM Matt Arnold will replace him. Last night in the NBA, the 76ers dropped another one, losing to the Raptors 119-109. to So did the Lakers drop another one as they lost to the Nuggets 110-99. to This is what head coach Darvin Ham had to say after the game. We're four games in. It sucks to lose, uh, but having 78 games left. There's plenty of time for us to right the ship and it starts now. It starts yesterday. This is the first time LeBron James has started a season 0-4 since his rookie year. The Lakers remain in the company of Orlando and Sacramento as the only teams yet to win this season. The Knicks outscored the Hornets 134-131 to in overtime led by Jalen Brunson who had 27 points and 13 assists. The Dave Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW. Weekdays from 1 to 4 on WGNS. Portions of our programming have been pre-recorded. The Good Neighbor Network. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Flagship station for MTSU Sports. Courthouse clock time, 11 o'clock.